0: Hey and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament, one book at a time. We're picking up where we left off in verse 44 of Acts chapter 7 today. Our ancestors carried the temple with them through the wilderness. It was constructed according to the plan God had shown to Moses. Years later, when Joshua led our ancestors in battle against the nations that God had drove out of this land... The tabernacle was taken with them into their new territory, and it stayed there until the time of King David. David found favor with God and asked for the privilege of building a permanent temple for God of Jacob. But it was Solomon who actually built it. Whoever the Most High doesn't live in temples made by human hands. As the prophet says, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Could you build me a temple as good as that? asked the Lord. Could you build me such a resting place? Didn't my hands make both heaven and earth? You stubborn people, you are heathen at heart and deaf to the truth. Must you forever resist the Holy Spirit? That's what your ancestors did, and so do you. Name one prophet your ancestors didn't persecute. They even killed the ones who predicted the coming of the Righteous One, the Messiah, whom you betrayed and murdered. You deliberately disobeyed God's law, even though you received it from the hand of angels. You'll remember that there are two charges that have been brought against Stefan as he presents his case to the Sanhedrin. You have to go all the way back to the end of chapter six, but the two charges that are brought against him is the disregard for the law of Moses. This is a charge that he has just recently uh, dispelled and disproven and defended himself against. But the second charge is speaking against the temple. And and here in today's passage, he is uh, clarifying his view on the temple itself. And it's kind of a big deal as you consider that the temple is the uh, worship center uh, in the focal point for the Israelites and the Jewish religion. As they uh, continue to practice and worship God, this is the place. This is kind of a big deal that this is a charge brought against Stefan. And here, as I said, he is defending himself against this. Stefan points out that the temple didn't always exist. You'll recall here from these verses that there was a point where the Israelites built this tabernacle. And if you take a look online and uh, were to do a quick search on your favorite search engine, you'll see that the tabernacle is actually kind of a a fancy enclosed tent that the Israelites carried around. It was a portable space for worship. And uh, as they carried it around, they they carried it into the promised land. And it wasn't until King David, one of the greatest leaders in uh, Israel's history, who desired to build a house of worship uh, that was permanent, one that was not uh, made out of fabric or uh, any such uh, flimsy material. And God uh, told him, if you recall from uh, David, if you've read part uh, part of this through the Old Testament, God tells David that he is not the one who is going to build the temple. Instead, we see here that Stephen summarizes this part of scripture. Solomon, his son, is the one who brings this desire into realization. And we have this a great passage from First Kings chapter six, where Solomon has finally built the temple and he's dedicating it. And he has this, uh, this idea that this very great mentality that, you know what? God is the one who created all of this. And what, uh, what is this temple, but just a, a little, little speck in the grand scope of things. Now to people looking at this from the out, this is one of the wonders of the ancient world, but Solomon realizes that God is the one who is the maker of everything. And and here, you know, we have Stefan quoting from uh, the prophets here. What kind of temple could man possibly build that would could compare with hev- uh, heaven being his throne and the earth being his footstool? We have to wonder here, and it's a fair question, what is the point of the temple, of any temple? It's a place of worship of some sort of God or deity, as you consider you know, the Greeks and the Romans and even here the Israelites. What is the point of the temple? Well, it's a house of prayer. It's a gathering for God's people. It's a place to hear God's word taught and preached and and for the israelites it's also a place to bring their sacrifices and what stefan here is pointing out is that the israelites the jewish leaders the sanhedrin that he's standing before has put too much consideration towards the externals of this temple building and not enough focus on the inward condition of the hearts of those who are coming in and then he makes a sudden left turn in these last verses and he's you stubborn people what is his hope here like he's you know he's he's in the clear he's defended himself but then he goes and almost shoots himself in the foot It's like you're accusing me of these crimes when you are actually the ones who should be on trial and he uses this term in some of your uh, bible translations depending on what you're reading from uh, use the word uncircumcision now if you don't know what that is um, ask your parents I'm not going to get into that here. But you, you have this term in uh, religious terms, uncircumcision means pagan. And the, um, the term that I read from, from the New Living Translation, uh, calls them, let's see here, you are heathen at heart and deaf to the truth. It goes out right ahead and says that they are heathens, they are pagans. Not only are you guilty of the crimes that I've been accused of, but you're keeping up with the tradition that your fathers carried out, where they did not uh, stop persecuting the ones that God has sent. God's servants had always been persecuted, if not put to death, by their fathers. And they're keeping right in tradition of it. And they went so far as to not only kill God's servant, but God's Messiah. And Stefan here is bringing them to the realization that, man, you know, we, um, we're all at fault here man, this is what God has done. And this is our history. And these are the charges that you brought against me, but you know, we're all sinners. And this is the one whom God has sent to save us from our sins. And we'll see here in in the next episode, the reaction that the Sanhedrin uh, responds with, and you can probably guess, and you probably read a little bit ahead if you're following along in your Bibles. Uh, But as we consider, and before we get into the reaction of the Sanhedrin, we want to pause and consider, you know, the temple building itself as we consider this question that we have to wrestle with today. And as you consider the purpose of the temple, the building itself now, the temple of the Israelites, what today is the purpose of our church buildings that we gather together in worship in? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.